History is Alive, Chapter 2, Part 1, Thursday evening, 6pm-ish. Jackie. Jackie was still in her office, daydreaming and swivelling on her chair when something woke her from her reverie. A slamming door, perhaps. Six o'clock, nearly a whole hour wasted. Well, perhaps wasted was the wrong word. Disembowelment, even imaginary disembowelment, was never a total waste of time. Nevertheless, time to go. She was playing the part of a lazy, uninterested call centre line manager. It would not do to stay too late. Even that made her giggle, the idea of playing a part. It suggested that she had a plan of sorts, which of course, she didn't. Time to go, she said. Agreed, she agreed. Glancing through the window in her office door, she could see that the floor plate was almost empty. Only a few cretins remained, most likely those who wished to progress in their career and thought that working late was a good way of standing out. Hmm, she wondered. If she waited long enough, pretended to be working late herself, could she get one alone? A truly dedicated careerist, a relentlessly ambitious cretin, the kind of person who the world wouldn't really miss. That would be satisfying and would make a change from all those prostitutes. But no, it would be suspicious and besides, she had her next project. It was tempting though. Jackie wrapped herself up and started to leave the office. She was wearing a large black coat. She turned the collar up and carefully arranged her blood red scarf within it. She placed a top hat on her head and grabbed her small leather bag. She surely looked sinister by any objective standard. Or if not that, at least odd, unhinged, bizarre, not normal. If she had been an attractive woman, her style might have been overlooked or perhaps even complimented. But for someone so plain of face and gapped of tooth, there was little chance of her eccentricity of dress being regarded as a positive. No one with an overbite of her size was given the sartorial benefit of the doubt. As she walked across the floor towards the lift, she brazenly fitted her pale little hands into some tight, shiny leather gloves. That made her chuckle. Come on, how more obvious could she be? Someone spoke to her as she waited for the lift, but Jackie chose not to hear. Jackie stopped just outside of the building and made some pretense of rearranging her scarf. As she did so, she looked around. Yes, there she was, at the mouth of the alleyway. The painted whore from Jackie's homicidal dreams, complete with fat neck, short dress and chubby thighs. Even in the cold November evening, the painted whore was exposing her bosom to all the world. It was, Jackie supposed, quite an impressive bosom, as long as you were accustomed to taking your gargantuan bosoms with the risk of infectious diseases. Both of the painters were still there too, dawdling in their separate ways. And across the road, she could see the head, sitting in the window of the pub, an ill-positioned light glancing off the top of his bare scalp. Bob, that was his name. A fittingly dumpy name for a dumpy little man. Bob, the epitome of bumbling police buffoonery. 
For a man supposedly skilled in covert surveillance, his poor choice of seat had resulted in him being entirely conspicuous to any passerby. His bald chrome shone like a torch. Jackie tipped her hat towards Bob. Bob hesitated, but then waved back, slightly embarrassed. The painted whore, alert to anyone who might dawdle in her vicinity, noticed Jackie loitering and harangued her from a distance. You stand there too long, I think you might be interested in me. I'll do all sorts, you know, for the right price. Ha ha ha. Oh, how Jackie hated that voice. That horrible, familiar voice. That cackle. That lack of education. That insinuation. That brazen cheek. Jackie smiled a dark smile on the dark street under a dark hat. Tomorrow. I might have something for you tomorrow. Now it's tomorrow, story of my life, laughed the painted whore. Jackie cleansed her disparate teeth as she made for home. Yes, tomorrow would work well. She'd done five. Time for number six.